Perfect. Overrated, underrated. Six pack abs. Overrated. <laughs> you know what I'm on, dude. I'm on that triple C thick line. All right. Well, with that, let's uh let's go to the next one. Overrated, underrated. Triple C thick abs. Underrated. <laughs> People are missing out on it, man. I'm telling you, everybody wants to get lean and rip. That triple C thick life is different. Hey, Garage Strength Podcast listeners. It's Earl introducing things. I'm not Dane. Dane is where again, Taman? Dane is in Budapest right Budapest now. still. Yeah. What a guy. What's Traveling he there the for? World. world Championships. Track and field. Oh. Athletics, world Championships. It's the World sh- Not the Diamond League stuff? Not the, the Diamond League. Not oh, this it's time. Like, that's pretty not cool. This time. yeah. Who's he out there with? Do you know? Is it? It's like five athletes. Five. Ooh. Sam Mattis, um, Eric Favors. CC Onyekwara. Um, I think I hope I didn't butcher her name too bad. Yeah. Mustafa Hassan, Alex Rose. Um, you already named more than five, I think. Did I? Yeah, I think I'm, you might have named crazy. six. That's crazy. Just, yeah. he's just all over. He just he just coaches a lot of people. Yeah, no. Freaks. It's pretty crazy. So yeah. I'm Earl. I'm the three-time world champ co-author of the year. Um, world champ. I'm in season four right now. So anyone who's interested in that, yeah, it, I'm saying what I'm saying. Yeah. It's going down. Talk to him, man. Yeah. Talk um, to him. I'm going to be four times soon. Yeah. It's coming. Um, I'm here with Taman. I am Taman. Straight out of Texas. Straight out. I, I purposely wore my Dallas That's awesome. jersey today because yeah. I knew, well, I knew I was recording with you. Oh, that's And I, I was like, that. I wanted, and also too, I only have European player jerseys. Okay. I have a Jokic one. I have my. Do you have Giannis? I have Giannis too. Yeah. That's legit. I like Giannis. And I have my Luca one too. Okay. Which is just like. They're really good players. Yeah. Luca's good. No. Hopefully he has a good generational talent. I think is what they say now. I mean that's what some people do say. Yeah. He can score. He's he's good. He's a scorer. He can. He score. gets buckets. Yeah. Like he can hoop. So. No. I respect his game. And he's pretty good in the playoffs too. Like he does show up. They they did go to the Western Conference Finals. Two years ago now. That's true. Like, they did. They did. Um, I mean, he has Kyrie there now. Like, I mean, he's he's got a squad. It's just a matter. Can you? You got to gel a little bit. Yeah, they got to. They got to. They got eighty-two games. Yeah, they got eighty-two games. They can figure it out. Hopefully, they figure it out. Well, does Denver lose anyone though? I don't. They, they lost un- like one player. Maybe one. They or looked two. unbeatable. Yeah. By the end of the like, as I mean, the playoffs went through, like they just gelled so well, and like they knew each other well enough. They made cuts. Yeah. Like their defense was really well. I, I think that's the big thing. It's like, you gotta play defense. These teams, some of these teams don't play defense, and it's like, that's only gonna get you so far. Like, sure, you have a guy that can score fifty, but like, if the other team has three guys that can score fifteen or twenty, or you know, guys yeah, shooting they're threes, keeping up with you. Like, it doesn't matter. So, and I don't know. I have this theory too now. It may be a little controversial, okay. but I believe Jokic. People think he's unathletic because he moves odd, but I think people just aren't used to seeing that type of athleticism. Yes, I agree. Like uh, it's the same. I mean, it's it might not be as aggressive and flashy. Someone like Shaq, or you know, I compare it to like a Tim Duncan almost. It's it's fundamental, but it's like. It's like oddly smooth. It's a quirky fundamental. It's a quirky, yes, that's a better way. It's quirky yeah. fundamental that you don't expect to how to guard that. Yeah, you don't know what to plan for because yeah. no one's ever done it like that. Have you ever seen his sombre shuffle that he does? That move. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's he insane. like 
he shoots off his right and right yeah right foot and shoot like you're not supposed you're not to supposed do that. to do that it's like it's, it's it's odd like it's it defies the basketball gods of how you're supposed to play like, so my thought is well if you're not supposed to do it and you're able to do it doesn't that make you technically like more athletic i would say so in some capacity like yeah you can do it wrong because you're that talented yeah, you're yeah. that athletic yes so it's like oh because he's not jumping out the gym or doing five or six dribbles in a matter of seconds like it's unathletic like no that dude's doing things that no one else is doing that makes him more athletic i think for that reason because yeah. he's doing things that no one else is doing it's so wild it, it, i i watch him and i'm just like dude he's just a master at work like he's just doing yeah. stuff that you what are you supposed to do you try to double him he throws it away you it, single guard him like he'll eat you alive so i love it too when he starts bodying people dude, when he, he just starts backing them in he's like all right come at me man it, and it's crazy because you see him he's so physical and people are like oh basketball's not physical or whatever it is or he's not athletic enough to be physical what do you mean? Like he's doing two dribbles and backing this guy up yeah. six or seven feet. It's he's just different. Yeah, he's a no. dog. Like he's just a dog, and it's insane. Man, I'm sure too. Someone like that has habits that doesn't let him become puny, right? Like hundred percent. He's you know he's doing what he needs to do to like yes make that happen. Yeah. So, um, things that would make you be puny, right? showing up to the gym sporadically yeah that's not gonna help you get big like no one big dogs don't do that big dogs don't do that <laughs> no they're there right uh not doing compound lifts yeah like that's probably gonna keep you puny if you're avoiding the compound yeah. lifts like yeah you're just well, touching dumbbells all yeah. the time or doing band stuff and mainly for curls too like yeah you... dude real quick i was out hanging laundry Okay. Like on a clothesline, like just letting the sun dry it type of thing. It's also like kind of meditative to like hang it up there. It's like a slow anyway, video recording. So like me and Julie out there doing that. And in the the back, there's like they're doing renovations on this house behind us okay. or whatever. It, it looks like like people bought it just to like flip it. Okay. It's kind of the vibe. And this person walks out and they're kind of like jacked, but they're like small. Okay. And I, I was like, all right. And I look a little, like, I'm going to say it. Like, they have arms. Maybe looks like a gymnast type of thing. Okay. But I, and nothing in my mind says gymnast. More like all they do is, like, dumbbells and buys. Yes. Maybe tries. Yeah. And then to clarify my point, they had, like, you know how those, like, shorter shorts are kind of, like, in style now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's like, and I look, it. and it's just straight up, like, there's no quad. And I'm like, yep. Not, I'm like, dude, just curls. Like, just that's does, it. Yeah, just his arms. Avoids the compound lifts. You're missing out. Yeah, maybe benches. Why would you wear short shorts without having I don't legs? know. That's, he, it's kind of an L. I don't think he was at work. You know uh, what I mean? Okay, He's trying to flip respond, the house. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just, you know, yeah. who's the guy hanging laundry? Who does that? Yeah. Why, where's his dryer yeah. at? You know, like, come on. I wanted to make the joke, but I was going uh, no. to let you finish your story no. first. Go at it. Yeah. No. It's, it, I mean, like you said, it's, it can be therapeutic. Yeah. You know, I, I, my picture is that is like, you have a camera on you, and it's like some like nice somber music playing. <laughs> like the sun is glistening just right, and you're just like hanging your laundry, yeah, or no, your Giannis jersey over there. It's kind of what it is, no. but I respect it. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna judge you. It's I mean, a dryer one. works pretty well, but you know, I'm switch his own. It, it's 2023. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. This athlete who wants to stay puny avoids technical coordination. Well, yeah, I can't snatch. It's too unsafe. I can't clean. Uh, the, no room i don't have bumper plays something yeah an excuse why it's not happening like 
Making it's, excuses, right? It's it's not hard. There's so many ways I think it's like you just need to do you do something fast, you move something heavy, and you do it all the time consistently, you will not be small. Like yeah. it's your body will not allow you to be small because it takes so much to do those things. And that's a great point. Like you if you want to be puny, all right, don't go heavy. Yeah. Literally. And I'm not saying like you can't get a bigger muscle by doing a lot of reps. But like you're sure like missing some tools out of the toolbox not going heavy. Yeah. Um and then also too like if you're going heavy like don't be scared to push that extra rep yeah. here and there like fight through that. I don't want to say grind so much that you'd like hurt yourself, but at the same time like there's a mental battle with that, there's a physical battle with that, there's a physiological battle like there's so many things you get out of doing that extra rep and pushing yourself because it takes your muscles have to recruit a certain way to be able to complete something like that. Like there's a lot you get out of it. It, when you said (laughs) don't go heavy, I just had this picture of like the gym bro, like having like a belt on super tight gloves. Yeah. Squatting with like a pad. I don't know why that made me think of that, but it's like, that's the thought. It's like, Oh, maybe that person is either going way too heavy with terrible form or they're like, I just want to be in here because I know it's the right thing to do. Like, you know, I don't know. It just made me laugh in my, in my head. When you just said squatting with like the paddle, like so you don't have to like get build the callus on yes. your back type of thing, where it yeah. just like it doesn't bug you at all. Um, my mind immediately went to safety bar squatting and how much harder it feels like to stay upright and vertical. Yes. It's like why would you make it harder on yourself? Yeah, it you and call you, it safety. Yeah, well. Not that, but like the pad, no, the like, padding itself. Like yes. you're thinking that's making it easier, and, and it's, it's like, like dude, no. you're, you don't, do you even understand what you're doing to your like body with how movement. you're changing the lever and yes, stuff like it's, that? It's completely different. Yeah, yeah, not a fan. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to say that because uh, it makes me laugh. Like re- my eight year old will lift. Okay. And at first, when he was back, he would complain about it. I'd be like, get used to it. Like, yeah, it, it's. It he doesn't now. say a word now anymore yeah. about it, but it was just, just takes like, time. Just takes and time. you probably get that with all the young athletes. Oh my gosh, they're like rolling their shirt up like yeah. this. And Tell me your like... favorite story around, like the barbell on their back. <sighs> Dude, there was one kid. No names. Like, no names. No, Let's definitely, say... <laughs> I would never say names. Um, he was like nine years old, and he would. It was the middle of the summer, and he knew he was coming in to do lower body, and he'd wear a hoodie. And so he'd wear a hoodie and he'd put his hood up and then he'd like scrunch the back of it to do his back squat. And I was like, dude, we just have to get used to it. Like, you have to trust me on this. And I'm like, all right, squeeze your shoulders together. Squeeze. See those muscles that came up right here? You feel that? That's where the bar sits. And they'd put it there or he would do that. And he'd be like, no, 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 I can't do it. He'd go grab his hoodie like every single time. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it is 90 degrees outside. Like, that's not safe. We should not be doing this, even with the garage doors up, and he would still do it. So Yeah, I'm more concerned about great. heat stroke. That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> it's too hot for you to have this hoodie on right now, and he would be like, no, I'm going to do it. Yeah. If you want me to squat, I'm wearing this hoodie. That's the only option. Did it get to the point where there was like a friendly like trust you could joke with him about it yeah, too? And like, I would mess with him about it. Like, yeah. oh, you're going to bring your hoodie today. Oh, what color? <laughs> you, which one do you got? You know, I'd mess with him. So I think that's my, yeah. that's my coaching style. I do like to Man. poke every now and then. Now I'm going to... Every time I walk through, I'm going to look for any kid with a hoodie on. Yeah. And the summer be like, oh, He's you're a, one of them. That, you're one of them. Uh, you're that Doing kid. that. All right. So l- this is a young kid, though, coming yes. and doing this, developing it. Let's start off by talking about, like, developing habits. Yeah. That keep, that will make you strong. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's, I'm going to assume 
you were only able to notice this because this kid developed the habit of coming in consistently too, yes. right? Let's talk about forming those habits, what you see in kids that develop them, and as a coach, what you do to help those habits develop. I, th- I think first is starting with the expectation. Well, one, you have to know their goals. Every, every person's different. Every person has like, they have, they have different things they want to accomplish. And so you learn those goals and then you say, all right, this is the blueprint for you to reach that. And this is what we need to accomplish. And so once you start to, that you get them to understand that, I think that's the first step because now you can, you start to build buy-in. And once you get buy-in, then you start to get consistency. And then with consistency, you eventually start to get, you know, more dedication, you know, you care more about it and then you're going to try a little bit harder. And so it's like, you have to first learn their goals. And once you do that, then you can take the necessary steps to then get them. Can you think of it. a recent story of a kid you've been working with who you would say has taken that like has went from to like the consistency point? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you started with their goals, you got them to start showing up and now you see the dedication and it's like, yeah. you can't get rid of them. I think there's one kid. He's in middle school. Um, he was a baseball pitcher and he was like, I want to throw far. I want to be able to throw faster. Um, actually changed my mind there's another one she was a softball player freshman girl and she was super timid when she came in didn't want to talk much but she just worked just she would eventually i would be like yeah we're gonna do this i want you to do it this way and she'd be like she'd ask questions so i try to understand how to get better and did it more often and she she just got better so it started out like two days a week and then it slowly got to three days a week then it got to four days a week as a freshman in high school and then it came in she came in one day and she was like i had a home run today for the first <laughs> oh, time wow and I lost it. I was so hyped because I was like, that's just from you, you know, being dedicated and wanting to keep coming in. And it wasn't, it was never like, oh, you need to lift a certain amount of weight or you need to do this or that. And the third, it was like, let's just keep coming in. Today, we're going to do this. Today, we're going to do that. And she just slowly got better to where she ended up going all uh, Berks County. As a freshman. As a freshman. Oh, wow. And then now she's on a travel team. They went to nationals. They got second place. Like, she batted like 450. Like, she had like two homers. And I was like. She started just she just built confidence to where she started bringing her friends in. She showed up five days a week a few times. And it's like that was like the biggest, you know, like that was building the, the accountability and seeing that buy in and like seeing that those habits that you're starting to, to build with. And her. then those habits pay off Long, in competition, in competition. And so it's like you talk about nutrition, you're talking about sleep, you're talking about tracking things and you're doing and you're seeing people do that or seeing her do that at such a, such a young age. You're like, that is what you want to see as a coach. And you want, you want, you wish every athlete does that. So it's like, you see that and it's just, it's just so proud and you're just super excited to see it. And so it's like, but those are the little things you have to do. And at first it could seem daunting and it seems like a lot, but it's like, it's essentially the same thing with every person. And it's like, I think myself as an athlete, I, I take a step back and realize, okay, I need to work on this, that, and the third, whatever, nutrition, sleep, uh, mobility, you know, whether that's, you know, visualization, things like that. And you just slowly teach younger athletes those things and they see it and they try it once or they try it twice. And eventually they're just like, I'm doing this all the time now. And so it's like, I think that's the way I try to look at it. And even with coaching or, you know, it starts from myself and then just slowly doing over and over and over again. I love hearing that story about it was as simple as she started coming one day. Yeah. Next it was two. And that was the basis of the story. Just, coming yes first like being there Walk being present the yes. get through the door that habit alone like you you said it yourself we don't even worry about numbers it's like yeah hey, we're, all right you're here this is the exercises we're doing now 
I, I think another thing I did too, and I do this a lot with athletes, is like, okay, today we did a workout, whatever. Before they leave, I'm like, yo, next time you come in, we're going to do this. So be prepared for that. Or next time you come in, we're going to do this. Or we're going to do speed stuff. Or we're going to do, I want to teach you how to bench press what or whatever it is. What is the intention of that? Sort of like almost, I don't want to say front loading, but like previewing. Like, hey, this is the expectation tomorrow. It's, it's to teach you that there's a process. And nothing is going to come overnight. And you're not going to be able to, oh, we showed up for a, a month. And I'm going to be able to, you know, go make the varsity team or something like that. Like, it's not going to be that way. And so I try to tell them, like, it, that preview is... This is what we're going to learn today. And it's just a skill. It's just one thing. Now we have to do that over and over and over again. And so it's like I'm repeating that back and back to them so they understand that, like, I need to continue showing up and just be dedicated and wanting to learn and asking questions, becoming a student of the game if I want to reach the goals that we talked about day one, you know? Yeah. And so it's like everything's slowly going to come back to that, those initial goals, but it comes by we're going to slowly dose and preview. This is what we need to do. This is what we have to learn to achieve that. So I'm going to ask, has there ever been a time you like overprescribed, if you will, like you gave too much information and you I don't want to say turn the kid off, but maybe you could saw let, see like the deer in the headlights type of thing going on. Oh, yeah. All the time. Because I like I get passionate about it. Okay. And I'm like you start thinking you're like, oh, I think this this kid could be the one. So you're just giving them information. They're just looking at you like. Well, that's kind of a lot. I don't know about that. And so you have to like dial it back. Like, okay, here, just take a step. Take a second. Here, this is what we're going to do. This is why I'm telling you all these things. And they're like, oh, okay. And then you just go about their day. Yeah. But it's like you have to keep it, I like to say, I mean, keep it PG in a sense or keep it G rated. So that way it's like they just want to, they just, they're just bought into it enough. Yeah. Cause and then as they get older, some of the older kids, older clients, whatever it may be, we can start to ramp that up and, you know, explain a little and you're, more. Like my knowledge of you, you're super analytical too. Like, yeah, I like you, to. you just like that's who you are. Like you I like nerd to know the why. Yeah, you nerd out a lot about like the stuff you do. Um, yes, and it, it's a very big strength. And as someone who can do yeah. that too, it can be overwhelming for someone yeah. entering. Yes, like you just like you just want to share your interests, your passions. Yeah. like I want to give you the love I have for yeah. what I do, type of thing. Yeah. Um, to get you to like jump on, just be on the same wavelength and that I'm on. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of like coaches can identify with that. Yes. And that feeling. And like, uh, I like how you said, I just have to like sort of internally process, yo, I have to keep it G. Yeah. Like, I can't, we don't have to like make it gray or whatever. We yeah. don't need an anti hero here. No. We just give them, I don't want to say, it, give them Snow White, give them Cinderella, yeah, give yeah. them Mo Moana or like, yeah. Make them sit there and want to sit in front of the TV all day long. Yeah. Just enough. And then once they feel like you're going to, they want to go away, or they want to see something a little more like, a little more, you know, serious. Yeah. We'll change it up a little bit. You know, we'll slowly just keep, keep building, keep and, building. You know, coaches value that. One thing I know coming up here with GS, October 7th, right? Yep. You don't have to leave your house, don't have to make plans. Like get plane tickets, any hotel you arrangements. Go yeah, like you, you can just go stay ahead right in your um, living register room. for virtual coaching summit. I believe mm -hmm. October seventh. Yes. Right. Who who all is? We got Brother Ferris and Dane Miller. Yeah, and I believe Brother Ferris is doing one of the sessions mm -hmm. solo. Dane's doing two of the two. sessions. Yeah, and they're doing one joint together. Yes. So you get. 
four sessions. How long are those sessions about? I think they're like hour piece so you get four hours of like straight content yeah live like with them i think there's a q a too mm-hmm. so there's kind of like this built-in fifth one that's much more audience driven yes um about what goes on so that's october 7th go ahead sign up for that yeah register a lot of good inf- information about athletic performance and sports performance and athletic development and things like that so you see a lot of good stuff during that that uh yeah that virtual summit so always good to learn yeah. Always good to learn. It's never wrong. Never anything wrong with being a lifelong learner. No. Um, one of the things I love about like developing habits that keep you strong and like keep you from being puny is like it's fun being strong. Oh yeah. Like you could just do things that like people. Some people can't do. I mean, I think being strong. Like, so I'm a big fan of superhero movies. Okay. And so I'm like, when I feel strong, when I'm strong, like I'm pretty strong. It's like. Who do you try to be? Who do I try to be? Like who? Like who? Do you, who's your superhero type of thing? Like this seems so wild, but I'm like a big Captain America fan. Like that's not wild, man. I mean, I think like some of this, he's kind of he's kind of cringe in some aspects, but like he's Captain America. He's Captain America. Like, he's a superhero, like superhuman dude, just like lifts people up. Like he's super strong. Like I think Captain America can clean six hundred pounds. Probably. Oh, without question. Without my, question. My yeah. favorite Captain America in the MCU is when he grabs the. The helicopter. Oh yeah, and goes like this to curl. It. Yeah, he's holding on to the helicopter and holding on to this railing. I'm like, you're holding a helicopter that's moving. Like he's cranking the speed up trying yeah. to get away. Like that's wild. This dude's a G. I love him. Yeah. So, um, right, but yeah, being strong. Like you just are structurally able to do more things. One, you can yeah. always carry all the groceries in at one time. That's always yeah. an important one. But I think it's, um, you know, just just your daily life becomes a little bit easier you know you can able to you're just able to go through things you can i think the biggest thing i have when i'm working with older clients is like all right i need you to be able to take a seat onto a bench and then be able to get up really fast because that's what you need to do in life or you know we're going to do farmer's walks and you have to hold you know 70 kilos on a trap bar and walk continuously back and forth because you have to do that in life you know like little things like that and so it's like the stronger you are you're going to be able to stay upright longer. Um, just from a, a physiological standpoint, like you're, you'll be healthier. Your bones are going to be stronger. Like there's just little things that you can do and just feel so much better doing it. Like I feel like people that are strong, I've always think like, you see it online a lot. People go into the gym when they're first starting out, when they come here, like they're kind of gloomy, they seem down. But then when they start to get in the gym and they feel stronger, they see some sort of progress. Like, it's almost like a glow in them, you know, yeah, they yeah. stand up to their shoulders, come back a little bit more like you see that glow. And that's just like, that's what you need. And that's what the the positivity of being People in the like gym helps. transforming themselves. Right. Yeah. And being strong is a way to transform. 100%. yourself. Yeah. Like, it, it's great mental health. Uh, I'm not saying it's a cure all like it, no, in yeah, no yeah. way, but it, it does help. I like personally, anecdotally, it does wonderful for my yeah. mental health like yeah and doing stuff like that um you just go into a different headspace like you don't think about a lot when you're looking you like, smile a little bit more when you look in the mirror too yeah you're like, like ooh, yeah i like, like that so depending on like whatever on, body image yeah. you want or like exactly conscious or unconscious about um yeah no i agree with being strong is more fun um i want to tell a little story go ahead so yesterday i was uh doing i saw this pull-up variation online and i was like yeah. i want to try it it's an you sit like in an L, okay, and 
I would I set used a barbell to do it because it was the only way I could get the height with like a pull up bar. I'd like set it up so my arms were extended like at a almost like a full range of motion, like a dead hang pull up. Okay. But I was seated in an L. Yeah. And you're supposed to like explosively pull yourself up and try to go as high as you can. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a drill to like do like a strict bar muscle up. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. So I was doing like sets of three. But like it was more like a cluster set of singles. Okay. Like I would do one, get down, get down and ten just seconds, go again, real yeah. fast. Like, and I went and like I was lifting with other people. I'm like, this is what I want to try this today for like in the accessory movement. I wasn't even doing it for like the absolute strength pulling movement. We did penley rows for that, like just nice. something because. So I, I went and did it first, and I'm like getting like top of ab. Okay. Every now and then the belly button. Okay. Like doing it, and I'm holding the L the whole time. Well, it's real quick. Up, yeah, but yeah, like I could hold the L. Okay, and I'm thinking nothing of it. Yeah, just so doing it. Other people are watching me do it. Next person goes to do it. Their feet in the L just stay on the ground, and their hips just go up. Yeah, they couldn't hold the the, the trunk L position. position. Yeah, and I'm like, you just do this. And like I had to pause and be like, you know what? You probably need to tuck your legs in. Yeah. Pick your feet up. All right, now go ahead and try. Now try it. Yeah. And I have to sometimes like I have to realize like being stronger, right? Dude, you spent years training your abs to keep you upright. Yes. So when hundreds of pounds crash on you, you don't break. You don't break. Yeah. And like you don't think like you're. I know I'm doing ab work, but when you start, you don't think you're doing no. ab work, right? But next thing you know, you can hold an L sit and you're just like just doing it. Or you go into your yoga class and you can do all the ab work with no issues. Well, it's hard. Okay, but- it's hard, but it's like you don't have to think yeah. consciously about trying to do it because so, you're strong. Because I'm strong. And yeah. like sometimes you don't real like you need to step back or watch someone who's not yeah. To kind of realize what all that work gets for you. Yes. What it allows you to do, what it gives you in life. Yeah, yeah. It, you know. It, it gives you the ability to to execute and just yeah. go through life. Sometimes I think it's easier. Like, truly, it is. It allow, You can do things when you're stronger just because you're strong. Yeah. And like, because you can just – I don't know. It's, it's like a weird way to, like – it just it, when you're not as strong – it puts you at a disadvantage in certain situations where like being stronger will help you, you know? And I I think it's just because when you're lifting weights or you're doing some sort of physical, you know, exertion and exercise, your body then coordinates its way. So when you're doing some sort of oblong movement, that's random. Yeah. It can, you can do it and be successful at it. You know, um, I always feel like it's, I was talking to, so I'm working with a wrestler. He's a heavyweight and doing a, to do a pull up. And he's like, I don't think I can do it. And he, I don't think I can. He's do a wrestler it. too, so yeah. pulling strength is, is super important. You need it. And he's like, Well, can I just do you know lat pull downs or rows? I'm like, Well, yes, we could do that to build that musculature areas. You know, your lats, you know, uh, your biceps, things like that. We could do those things. But to do a pull up, one, I'm trying to get him just mentally to be stronger to understand that you can do it. And if you do it, you're gonna feel so much better mentally that like. You've accomplished something, so that's one thing. But two, it's like the upper back development. Um, you know, when you're in that positioning, when you're scrambling with somebody, like there's so many other benefits around that. And I, I use the analogy. I was like, look, 
Say you were hanging from a cliff. Yeah. Sty Stallone. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Like, yeah. Like you, rock and roll. You will have to 100% without a doubt. You're going to try your best Let's to do pull some yourself role up. play in here. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> and so it's like, there's no way you're going to just let yourself fall there. And so it's like being stronger. I think it just puts you in greater advantage and a better position to just do things in life that possibly other people. Yeah. Can't especially because. The world is a cruel place. Like, don't get yes. me wrong. Like, yeah. it's also a beautiful place, but yeah. it can be cruel. The The world is disadvantages to certain body types, to certain yeah. people. Like, imagine being like Andre the Giant and trying to sit on a plane. Like, oh my gosh. It, I mean, it must imagine be, myself. Yeah. It must sometimes. be, it must have been miserable. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, you know, being Shaquille O'Neal and trying to walk through a door. Like, yeah. you have to duck every time. Imagine being someone wheelchair bound and trying to reach things in certain spots like yeah. the the world just isn't designed for every, every and all body person. types yeah. and it ideally we break those barriers down like mm -hmm. that's what we want to do yeah and you know we're not saying like like we're trying i think the point we're making with being strong is like it helps you not necessarily have as many barriers and i don't want to say privilege you but it allows you to earn certain opportunities yes and, um not to neglect anyone else who like, you know, if you're not completely like able body or something like that. Yeah. Like you're probably more capable than me in many ways and other people too. Yeah. And like, I agree, you know, props to, and like more power to it. Like, what can I learn from you too? Yes. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever said this to you, but I, I'd say it to Dane. I always thought he developed the PA press as a movement from watching adaptive athletes and wheelchairs throw. Mm -hmm. And I, thought it was something like yeah that like, was just brought on to help them yeah, yeah to help those athletes and he was i don't think it, it was think, or yeah. not but still like that's what i thought and i was like that's brilliant like mm -hmm. look what you can learn from you know someone here someone else yeah. who you see in this certain way and it's like yo that can help out so much yes in this means or whatever yeah i don't know i just had to say that about being strong like i like it i think it's perfect strong in so many ways yeah all right so we get this athlete in the door, right? We got this young kid showing up, even if he's wearing a hoodie. We got this heavyweight wrestler, like, mentally seeing why he needs to pull up, how it works in other ways besides being strong. We got this softball player yeah. who all of a sudden now is, like, all county yeah. and, like, pretty, like looking good as a freshman going into sophomore year, yes. developing as they age into, like, maybe a scholarship or something like that. Or, yeah. The, a deal or whatever like that yeah thank you was it ed o'bannon right 2014 oh like, yeah do you know that why why the the nail deals came about nil deals yeah not okay i have a couple ideas but go ahead tell me your All story right. so ed O'Bannon, i think it was ed o'bannon was basically playing an ncaa basketball game okay and there's a classic ucla team yes and there's number three <laughs> 31 yeah and he's like why ain't i getting money yeah for why am i getting money? i'm yeah. not an amateur like yes and, he, and essentially yes. that that's jump what, started everything that's what led to like yo these kids are getting paid now yeah. that's why ncaa's available as a game now again because yes. they can get paid like yeah because the, the players in the game are finally getting the chance to yeah. make money off of their name Which, image and likeness wonderful I it's love good to it. see yeah love it My all brother, right yeah so we got them in the door let's start talking about more like actual training coach mm -hmm. let's talk about athlete day let's talk about the lulu split yeah let's talk about 
why you I put this question here just for you. Say there's three leg days. Oh yes. Um that I have been thinking about that since you said that to me. That there's three leg there's days. There's three leg days. Yeah. Um, um real quick, I'm gonna give some quick so Lulu, everyone. Lower upper, lower upper. Lower upper, lower upper. Mm-hmm. Power leg power day, upper power day. Athlete, Athlete day. day. Lower impulse Stay. day. Uh upper body hypertrophy day. Yeah. Hypertrophy. Um or as I say, hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. The yeah. Earl way. The Earl way. Um and T, we're at Power Fest. Yes. Goes to me. He's like, there's three leg days. Yes. And I can't leave my mind. So T's gonna talk about three leg yeah. days um for me. He's- so the three leg day thought was like we said, we kind of went through the breakdown, lower strength or lower power, upper body, power strength. Athlete day, I call athlete day. I think it's a, it's the second leg day. Then you have your impulse day, which would be your third leg day, and then your upper body day after that. Athlete day is a lower body day or the third leg day because you're doing everything on your feet. You're doing everything explosive. That's all all plyometrics. That's a leg day. Like you know, I I can't tell you how many kids will come back after an athlete day and be sore. Wow. Because of the quads, the hamstrings, the glutes, your lower back, like all those movements and muscles, they're being utilized. Like that's a leg day, you yeah. know. See, and so it's it's like sprinting. Sprinting is like uh, I, it's, I'm it's not arguing with you. Yeah, it makes so much sense to me. But like, I always felt like it was a a deload, regardless. Like there's yeah. no weight on my back. Like it just feels easier. It's not as stressful. I just everything mentally like yeah. Even if you're trying to jump like super high hurdles, yeah, like, that's the thought, but the intention behind it. Oh, I know, like that. It, it's crazy though, because it's it's just like, yes, you might not be using a barbell or some sort of weight, but like your body's being used in a way that's like your force output. Your force still output up. is still very very high, and so it's like that's a leg day in its own, and then you have your impulse day where you're using a barbell or something like that. I think where I I want to combat you with it is the peripheral thing so we were talking before i gave that story about how i could do the l sit right yeah and like didn't even think about it and like that core strength like yeah i would do ab movements as mm-hmm. accessory stuff but most of that came from squatting and cleaning and yeah, yeah. like just to hold yeah, that just, position just compound movements i would argue that on athlete day the peripherals aren't hit in the same way okay so where like on my impulse day, if I'm doing like my single leg squats or something like that, I'm not saying I'm not using my abs on athlete day, mm-hmm. like when I'm doing a plyometric movement. But the demands of my DTC aren't nearly as taxing. I guess though I could argue the opposite of that too, depending on the exercise. Yeah, depending on the exercise, yeah, depending on the exercise well. and the the, uh, the rebounding effect, whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, like, that that power is still it's forces develop from the ground to the abs come back down like it's i think you still need it you know so um man i do like your rebuttal though i, I like how you're see you, you talk through it and you're like now you see it yeah you're no I, well that's why it, it keeps popping back up in yeah. my brain like and at the same time though i know like the lulu with the athlete day in there like that that split works oh yeah like it works like that's the split you do right mm-hmm. as 
as, a as an athlete, as, as an a athlete, thrower, yeah. that's what you do. It's that athlete day before that leg day. Mm -hmm. Do you get your rest day there? I don't know when you take your rest days though. So it it depends. So I've 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 messed with it a little bit both ways. So I'll take the rest day after athlete day. I take the rest day before athlete day. Like most of the time, we just typically go straight through, and so. Um, and you do the two at the end of the week then, like yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of the thought process with that. Um, but I, I think it just depends. You know, it depends on your schedule. But I, like I said, I've tried it where I've gone lower uh, power, upper power, athlete day, rest, impulse day. And that impulse day is where those, the technical coordination movements or the, the absolute strength movement that day, I could go a little bit heavier because I have the strength or I have that uh, rest day before. Okay. So. But the impulse day in itself too, like from a theoretical, like a mindset standpoint, is more about intensity of movement through speed, speed yes. than intensity of movement through load. load. Yes. And so that's where I had an impulse day earlier this year where I had um, power snatches off boxes under, you know, for time pretty much. So it was like, I think it was like 80% or 85%. And I did, I moved 120 on a snatch and under seven seconds like yeah 6. it was 4. fast I, I saw that i think video. i showed you that one. Yeah. yeah so it's like you can still elicit some sort of speed through a higher higher ish intensity it almost so, looked like you were doing a kettlebell swing pretty much i, I yeah that's With like, like a 120 great, kilos just, like boom, boom, <laughs> yeah. it was so fast but it was like you see you are getting some like speed max velocity aspect through a heavier strength movement so yeah it's different so but doing that Lulu split, yes. doing the athlete day, mm -hmm. I know we talked a little like theoretical, like where you got my brain churning with it. Um, that's a habit that makes you strong, though. Yes. Right. Showing up all four of those days. Yeah. Getting your rest, having the proper split between time yes. of use of muscles. Yes. Um, in those days, like I think we talked about technical coordination movements. So mm -hmm. like snatching, cleaning, power cleans, variations of that jerks. Yeah. On the upper body day. I don't know. Do you have a favorite like jerk? Do you like behind the neck more? Do you like in the front? Behind the neck, 100%. Power or split? Split. Uh, I like split. So I have a question. I'm going to ask you since you're a thrower. Do you purposely split with a leg forward based off your throwing mechanics? Yes. So I'm right-handed. And so when you land at the front of the ring, your left foot is in the front. Your right foot is under you. Uh huh. And so it's always left in front, okay. right behind you. And I actually like to coach athletes that way, the same way. So some people do like, you know, you've got to find what your dominant leg is or, you know, X, Y, Z. I'm like, look, are you a, okay, if you're a quarterback, you're putting your left foot forward if you're right-handed. You know, if you're left-handed, okay, we'll put our right foot forward. Like, that's how you're going to set up for any athletic movement. T, I'm going to tell you that is one of the best pieces of coaching, uh, strength and sports conditioning, coaching information I've ever heard. Oh. Uh, I really appreciate that how to yeah. because one of my hangups with the split jerk is it creates an imbalance. Yeah. Like it's going to create an imbalance and it's like, well, how do you combat that imbalance? Do you have them go both? Yeah. And to me, you gave a clear cut reason why to program it and what the intention is. Yeah. To why to use the split and how to use it with an athlete depending on sports and why it's going to be done that way yeah and you just continue with that i think that's the best because it's like even if you have like a left-handed you know linebacker 
like sure they have their read steps, but they're always going to take the step that they know is the, the stronger step. Uh-huh. And so that's so I'll think of it that way with jerks. But then on the flip side of that, well, if we're doing single legs or some sort of lunge variation, like we're going to start with that non-dominant legs first all the time. So it's like I know you're stronger this way. We're going to work on this side. So that's how I combat those right. two things. Thank but I think that's all like it's, that's the habit. It's like you know you're strong in one way. Okay, how do we build up our lowest hanging fruit? I love saying lowest hanging fruits because that those are the habits like. For example, every every kid wants to bench press. Okay, but not every kid wants to back squat or front squat. Most kids don't like front squatting. Yeah. They don't want to bar up front. So it's like, we're going to front the squat. That, they hate like they feel the feeling like they're going to pass first. Yeah. yeah. Like, they don't want to do it. So it's like, if you can build up the things you aren't good at, your lowest hanging fruits, you are setting yourself up for success long term. Yeah, it's... Automatically. So. Um, everyone wants the ceiling to rise. Yeah. And everyone... I feel like the best athletes understand it's how close can I get my floor to my ceiling? Yeah. Cause if my floor is real close to my ceiling, I'm not going to have duds. I'm not going to have like no bad performances. Like I'm going to be here. No. Cause this is, this is base level. Like the floor, yeah. if that floor gets higher. Like you're saying, eventually I'm going to bust through that ceiling. Yeah. So it, it gets easier to get up easy. on through. Exactly. All right. So technical coordination, absolute strength movements, those are, I always feel the absolute strength movements are like kind of the powerlifting movements. Yeah. Minus the deadlift in minus the GSPD system. Like it's just, you know, unless you're it. a powerlifter, yeah. you're pulling when you're doing your technical coordination mm-hmm. movements. It's more about intensity through speed. Like, yes. Um, we, the weightlifters will do clean pulls though, because, yeah. you know, it's more sport, sport specific. specific. Um, upper body, you're benching some form of variation usually. Yeah. Um, most of the overhead stuff is more technical coordination. Yeah. Um, legs, you're squatting some form. Yeah. You right. Have some sort of squat. Yeah. Pattern. That's going to be back. I'm broken. Single leg. Slow eccentric. Slow to yeah. box. I mean, there's so many different yeah. variations. Close feet, wide Close, feet. Yeah, so yeah. You could get creative toes if you want to. Out. Yeah. There's so many. There's a lot. Do, do you ever play with your toe position when you squat? Sometimes, yeah. You ever notice how much harder it is when you don't do what you usually do? Oh, yeah. It's it's insanely hard. You're just not – there's musculature being involved. Like, how you sit in the hole, yeah. everything changes. So, so it's, it's it's wild. I feel like I should be more a toes outlifter because my knees naturally track over my toes better that way. Mm-hmm. But I am so much weaker than I am with, like, forward. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes just, like, yeah. the angles of your femurs. Like, it, it's rough. Yeah. It's like if you just sometimes I feel like you just move a little bit inwards, uh-huh. it just changes everything. Like you feel like you're you can't lift as it's, nearly the same amount. And these are all things though too, like to be big and strong. Like you have to start, you have to experiment. Yeah, and you have to, or else you're gonna stay puny. Or you're gonna stay puny, and you have to do it consistently. You have to be like always trying to do something to learn and change and grow and take the next step yeah. forward. It's and like to those talks, like the little bit of variation, like get a little uncomfortable here and yeah there. like all right maybe you end up having to go 20 pounds less but that going 20 pounds less in that new position and then when you go to like where you're more comfortable all of a sudden you can go 10 pounds heavier then yeah and it'll, it'll just yeah. set you up way better you know long term and that's what's going to get you stronger that's what's going to get you bigger and yeah. make that all that cuteness. fun all that fun what about accessory movements do you have like any go-to accessory? Go-to movements? accessories. Like, what's your lower body one? Like, yo, RDLs. 
RDLs? I love RDLs. Single leg or you like the, the double, double leg? Double leg RDLs. Just like. How do you coach them. that? Because I've seen it. People struggle to hinge at the hip and keep their knees back at the same time. Like, yeah. It, it, I always say, so we're going to start tall. You're going to hold the dumbbells at your hips or mid thigh lowering down. So I want to see, I want to, I always say, I want to read what's on your chest. So whatever's on your shirt, uh-huh. I need to be able to see that, but I need your knees to be slightly bent too. And then you're going to push your hips back towards the wall. So I'll, I will take kids or clients to a wall be like, you're going to push your hips. I want your butt to touch the wall. We call it butt taps, butt touches the wall. And I'll put like my hands on their shins. And I'm like, you have to keep your shins here. So you use a lot of tactile cues. Love, yeah, tactile cues are going to be the biggest thing, okay. I think. Um, and then the dumbbells or the barbell, whatever it is, is going just below the kneecap. So and I think RDLs is your go-to. That's a go-to, yeah. It's, it's so like if I awesome. was like, Taman, I need to do a Nordic curl. Wh- we do Nordics. No, what is, what's getting me there? What's going to get you there? RDLs. Yeah. They're going to, well. How heavy do I have to go? Well, one, we're going to start with higher reps. Just the one ingrain the movement pattern. Okay. And get you to feel. Do you feel your hands? How high am I going? In terms of reps. reps, 17. All right. To 20. 17 typically. I like 23. That's one of my favorite numbers. That's a good one. Yeah. It's just, I love prime numbers. Okay. And 17, 17's prime. Yeah. 23 yeah. is the next one. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't get another one until 31. And 31's like, I think I need bands right yeah, now. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of reps. Yeah. 23. I like that one. It's a little, I'm a big LeBron fan. I might use that. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, this the seventeen reps, um, ten reps for like if we're first getting started. Mm-hmm. But it also depends on the type the time of the year. Like there's always like those questions involved. Um, but I think RDLs are great for this lower body accessory, um, just for you know just everything. Now upper body accessory, uh, what do I like? I do like rows, like bent over rows with a barbell. Um, do you have them push that intensity wise, like you would a bench press? It, I'm still up in the air about it. I, I've experimented it a few times. So when I push it, it's a pin lay row because I know I can keep. Because there's more English you can get involved with it too. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I can keep them bent over in a, in an area to where I know you have to stay rigid at this point. And that also works on my hinge pattern. Okay. So that's why I think of it that way. Um, but a lot of it, it's just a simple. I'll just we'll grab dumbbells. You'll be bent over at hinging at the hips and then just do an easier row. I want to see your elbows come past your back uh-huh. or the dumbbells come to like your, your Oh, you have to pull it like to the armpit more than like the belly yeah. button. Cause I want to see, I want to see like you activate and then I'll go and be like, these are your lats. This is what you need to feel every single time you do a row or a pulling motion or when you're set up on a clean or when you're doing a pull up or anything. So it's like, if they can feel it here, then they can feel it almost anywhere, you know? So that's my thought with that. Um, any curls are always like fun to do too. You just have to. Do Everyone them. loves curling, right? You like, love curls. It doesn't. It's like you. You just feel like, oh, I can't feel my arms. Why? Oh, it hurts right here. Oh, I always well, feel perfect. like I don't have time to curl anymore. You don't have time to curl. Yeah, I don't. Like I'm just like I need to go eat dinner or something like wow. that. Like I'm just giving yeah, my protein shake. That. I I don't know. I, those in those. I'd rather just do like weighted curl ups, like pull ups. Okay. And just okay. be like. That's a good one. My biceps won't look huge, but like. I have biceps. You have biceps. And if I actually have to pull, like, I'm probably way better off from a strength standpoint. Oh, what's that? Uh, I'll give you that. I like it. It's more like a timing thing. Yes. You're trying to optimize the time that you're putting yourself towards with exercise and weighted curl-ups fit that time period. 
And I also don't have a like a preacher bench. Like okay. So I can't do like the fun. Like I like curling on that. I this is one that I've been I like a lot recently. Is just go. Like on if you have an incline bench, uh-huh. just chest supported like spider curls on the incline bench. Like okay. Chest down. You feel I don't have really an good. incline. Well, I could make an incline bench, but I don't have one yet. I'm gonna get one. Have you ever done? There's also this is kind of random, but you put like on a on a squat rack. You load it. You lower the bar to like chest height. Okay. And you just kind of lean forward over the squat rack over the bar, and do curls that way. Like so, you're like tilted. Like the yeah, the bar is holding your body. Yeah, the bar is holding your okay. body, and you're just kind of just resting against it. And then doing. Your I've curls never that done way. that. I may try that one. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a pretty. I might good try one. that Sunday. You should try it. It's, that's it's my solid. hypertrophy day. Hypertrophy day on yeah. a Sunday. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, my body is a temple. I go and worship with it. Oh, <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. You like that one? I like that one. <laughs> All right. I think we're on to uh I think we're on to uh overrated underrated. Nice. Let's do this. All right. These ones are just for you. Perfect. Overrated underrated. Six pack abs. Overrated. <laughs> you know what I'm on, dude. I'm on that triple C thick line. All right. Well, with that, let's uh let's go to the next one. Overrated underrated. Triple C thick abs underrated <laughs> people are missing out on it man i'm telling you everybody wants to get lean and rip that triple c thick life is different yeah it's different man it's i'm telling it's when you just feel like you're just strong you know they're there your six-pack abs are there yeah but the triple c thick is on top and that that runs the you world. may hate this okay. but i'm gonna say it luke i think has like the hidden six-pack abs yes yeah of a triple c thick yes abs i agree and they're, they're they're like I think Sam does too. Sam does too. Yeah, he's got that like just like it's kind of like wrestlers back in like the eighties. Like all the dudes look yeah. like just beefed up, like super strong, but not like bodybuilder ripped. Yeah, yeah. But they too have too many like carbs the, in the diet type yes, of thing. Just a little too many carbs. Like yeah, they the abs are there. That is like the epitome of triple C thick. I will say that I, I agree. So I think you you do. I, I live. Well it, the, I, I try my best. I try my best. Like some days you wake up, you have like a little two pack up there. Like, yeah. That's, that's a start. C. Like, that's a start. Do you need a two pack to have the triple C? I think so. All right. I think so. I, I think you can't be rocking a keg. Yeah. Like that. You need to be flirting with the abs showing. Yes. And you need to be thick. Like yes. There's there's almost like a weight limit to being triple C thick, right? Mm, well, like yes. Like I shouldn't say like a minimum requirement more yes. than a weight limit. Yes. There's a minimum requirement. Like you really can't be triple C thick if you're under 250. It's kind of tough. I was gonna say the exact same thing. I was like it, 250 is like the perfect number. You can't do it at like 230, 225. It's like you're just kind of ripped, dude. Like you're kind of beefed up. Yeah. But you're not like you're over 250 and you're like thick. That's it. Yeah. That, that's kind of like that's the minimum. That's, where it's that's at. the threshold. We if, gotta, you gotta if you don't step that. on the scale and you're not over 250, like triple C thick can't happen. It ain't happen. Yeah, it's like once you get over 250, it just says triple. You C have thick. to There's be no a super. There. Yeah, you have to be in the super range. Yes, you so have to be. It's like maybe we could say two 109 plus because like that's when super start and weight lift. I think so. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. All right, another one. This this may be an either or. Maybe we'll do two either or ones. Um. Dad bod or husky bod? Husky bod. Yeah. Why husky. the husky bod? Just this the name sounds cooler. Yeah, I it think. has more flavor to it, yeah, right? It's like, ooh, that's a little spicy. Yeah. Husky. You're like They're probably funny when you talk yeah. to them, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <I feel> like <laughs> So Dane has uh, he calls he says husk bull. Uh-huh. And so like it's like 
You're the Huskbull himself, right? Yes, I would be the Huskbull himself. And so <laughs> that's why I say it's like Huskies, like, uh, like it, it just reminds me of that Triple C Thick Life. You know, yeah. like you work out, you train, but you, you enjoy yourself, you live life. Like Dad Bod's like, you're dad bod. I mean, I mean, I, I like to joke with Legend because he has his, his young son. His mom's like, dude, it's coming soon, man. Like, it might happen. So, but um, it's like you know, you train every now and then, maybe, but like, you really you just enjoying yourself. Yeah, husk husk bod, like you are actively trying to withhold a standard. You know, like <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. trying to withhold this. Like, you can't just be anybody with a husk bod, husky body, or whatever. Like, yeah, dad bod, like. There's a lot of dad bods out there, but not everybody's living that like <laughs> husky bod. Like you are trying to, you know, keep a certain standard now, alive. Dane and myself are a big fan of the dad bod 2.0, which is basically like you're athletic and in shape still. Yes, like, you I can it, see like, that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have three kids. He has four. Like, mm-hmm. and we both represent pretty well. Yes. I'm not on quite his slim gains right at this moment. I'm getting there. Get there. You get better there. look out. But uh. I get what you're saying. Like, as someone who has children and typically like likes to say, I have a dad bod. Like, I don't have a dad bod. No, but not the traditional dad. No, nah, it's the 2.0 it's version. The 2.0. It's the upgraded but one. That's the husky bod. Getting that notification in the app to upgrade it. Yeah, yeah. Like, upgraded, update it. Upgraded the 2.0. Yeah, yeah, dad bod. Yeah, I got you. I hear. You. All right, the real either or one. This I'm I'm excited about this one. Okay. And I'm glad it's you. MCU Namor. Or the DCEU Aquaman, who you taking? Namor. All day? All day. All right, tell us why. Aquaman is like, he just lives off of the the flash, the stigma. Like, oh, he's a long hair. He's yeah, kind of yeah. arrogant. Namor has like a purpose. It's for his people. Like, Aquaman, of course, he had to learn that. Like, it took him some time. But, like, I feel like he got bodied a couple times in some movies. And I'm like, I don't think he's that guy. Yeah. But Namor? He's that guy. Right. He did get bodied at the end of Black Panther. Like, like she yep. put it on him. But he did put it on. She put it on him, but it was like he had to like fight for that. Well, you know? He kind of did kill her mom. Like, he did. Yeah. Like he, <laughs> she kind of deserved it. He he deserved everything that came to him. But like, in terms of him showing up and just like being that dude, he's that dude. All right, audience questions. You ready for this? Let's do it. All right, we everybody join the Discord. Join the Reddit. Is Discord over a K yet, Jason? We are officially Ooh, over 1K. I know we were flirting with it for a while. We finally yeah. got that number and made that call. Yeah. And, you know, 1K, that's official. That's 1C, too. Wait, that no, is C's, 1C. A C's only 100, right? C's only 100, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it's, it's, that's what y'all are here for. Yeah. You're here to help boost it up. We yeah. need some more C's on there. More so. C's. Um, so this one's from the Discord. Cornbread underscore Jenkins. Could one reasonably build, maintain enough absolute strength for the Highland Gains heavy implements without a deadlift? Is it appropriate for a speed uh, power block? So, can yeah. you maintain absolute, build absolute, maintain strength without deadlifting? Is I think what the question. Yeah, hundred percent. I think there's so many. There's a lot of different ways you can keep your strength or build strength. Like, you know, I, I always feel like the big thing because we don't utilize deadlifts in our training. I think GSPD. Reverse, yeah, GSPD. We don't unless use you're a power lifter, like unless it, you're a power lifter, yeah. But sports, sports performance, reverse hyper is going to be a, be a big one. Heavier RDLs are going to be good for you. Good mornings, I think, are good for you. Like, you can build strength through your posterior chain and other exercises to where, like, 
you don't need to have that brute raw deadlift pull to help yeah. you out in a sense. And so it's like, and plus the Highland games, like everything's so explosive, like maybe like a, a fast, clean pull will be helpful. You know, trap bar jumps, things like that can help you and build your power and also keep, keep strength on for the, for your sport. And so I think that's, that's a better way to, to look at it. Crazy too. And, it's like obvious, but sometimes you don't think about it too. Yeah. It's like there's no eccentric in a deadlift. No, like there isn't. It's, it's, it doesn't exist. No. So sometimes I mean you can get sore off of it, but it's not like yeah. it's not like a true like unless you're doing like a slow eccentric lowering. Like no one's yeah, doing that in the deadlift. You purposely have to make that happen. And like yeah. in the sport, like all right, yeah, you have to get the bar back down. Yeah, which is cool. Deadlifting a lot of weights, like cool. Like it's oh, neat to watch. It is, yeah. But but it's a lot of you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, like, all you right. Know what you're doing. This one's from the YouTube community at uh, Kolja Fakestein. How would you structure uh, powerlifting blocks and workouts to become stronger? Powerlifting blocks and workouts to become stronger. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I think you still follow this. This You go through your exposure phase, your comprehension, where you're adding a little more reps. The intensity is not crazy high, but the volume is higher. Your ascension, you're slowly starting to cut your intensity, but or, or cut your volume, sorry. The intensity slowly rise. The summit phase... You're building, you're building, you're building. You're pushing for some heavier one rep, one rep maxes, some doubles. Uh, realization, you start to see how your body adapts to those heavier lifts, and then you slowly restart. Um, but I think with powerlifting, I what we so we have a couple of powerlifters that we do train here. Um, one has a competition this weekend, actually. So we would go day one, the first day of the week. His lower strength day would be his actually was his, his uh, bench day. So we get that out the way early because it's not as taxing. It doesn't. It's not going to affect the rest of his week. But so he do bench that day, and then he would do a lighter squat just to feel the pattern, feel the movement. Then so he'd have day two would be off because because of a, he's in school still, work schedule things like that. Day three we deadlift, do his deadlift. Then he do some lighter pressing that day, and then his uh, day four we do some light accessories just to pick up some rehab areas, mobility. And then day five would be his heavier squat day. Because that's the most taxing lift that for him, at least at the time, based off his numbers. And so he pretty much went through that. So he's doing two main movements a day. Two main movements. Accessories. Sprinkled in when he has the time to do so. But he is getting them in to build up the lagging areas. And so we have that. You have your squat bench dead days with your accessories. And on two of those those uh, compound days or squat bench days, whatever it may be, um, or the deadlift and bench day. He would have a secondary movement that's a compound movement that kind of will supplement some of the heavier okay. exercises. So Nice. Yeah, I think it's probably everything's different just because you do only have those three movements and you have to be so precise with executing those movements that doing a, a variation on one or two of those days or, you know, some of your accessory days can help build up the areas to make sure those yeah, other create that neural up. noise so you get a little bit more neural capacity. To 100%. Like Fire yes. those muscles. Yeah. Butt mash, muscle mash. Muscle mash. <laughs> yeah. You like that one? I do like that one. With the rate coding and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. You gotta you gotta get the muscle to recognize and then continually understand and adapt yeah. to what the Keep stimulus spiking, that you're giving. Right? Yep. Sending the signal. Keep it high. Keep it high. All right. T it was nice talking to you on this podcast again. You as well, Earl. Happy yeah. to be here. Thank you. Man, we, we gotta remind them virtual summit virtual October seventh. October seventh. Uh, check out the website for that. Make sure you sign up yeah. with the Ferris Dane Miller. They're doing four hours of uh, just breaking down athletic development, sports performance yeah. work with a Q&A at the end. So that'll be uh, all the cool stuff. Yeah, really cool to um, see. 
what else we're done you're gonna do dane's like peace like cultivate your oh power. yeah do your imitation and remember freaks if you want to become a champion you always have to cultivate your power peace